0: sequence.
1: Yo, what up? This is Prozac. This is Shaq's 2 dope from his St. Cloud posse. Duh, yeah, this is Bree. Yo, this be the one them called Tech Nine. What's up? This is Mad Child. This is your boy Spider-Man, a.k.a. Brother Lynch, huh? Jared from Head P.E. Yo, what up? This is Hobbs. My name is Recognized. This is Boondock. Yo, this Blasey there, homie. Welcome to The Underground, Australia's
2: home of underground music.
3: Jumping into episode 12 of The Underground, and it is Ned, joined by John Fitzgerald, Jason Lee, Brad Pitt, Herbert,
1: <laughs> <yow>. <laughs> and
3: Minasaur, boys, we are back for another week, how are we all?
1: Pretty good, thank you, Neddy, pretty good, tell you what, man, very, very fired up as her usual because every time I think we've got a great run of form and someone is smiling down on us from above because our boy, the real Jace Herbert, after a fortnight ago, he went and lost his mind, almost killed everyone in the room. (laughs) He has been in the best of (laughs) moods. We're about to test that out. We are
3: going to test that out. But Jay, how are you feeling this morning? Another week down, your face is looking a lot more healed up once again. For those not listening, you need to check back some of our old podcasts Herbs did headbutt a beehive and his face looked like it blew up the size of three basketballs. And it was, well, quite nasty to say the least to look at. But now your handsome-like looks are coming back. Yeah,
2: here he is. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Feeling absolutely awesome. Very at peace. Very zen. Ooh, oh, Jesus. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> That's uh, a new guy. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, of course, you're going to be on the footy park, then watch out. Oh, oh Speaking
0: <laughs> I the
3: footy park, Jay, you did get dropped by the Taylor's Lake <laughs> Lakers, didn't you? Like By the almost, reserves. I am ready to throw in my membership, damn it. Why yep. did
2: they drop you? Was it because of the head of the beehive? Yeah, it was probably because, like, you know, they sort of want to give you at least a few weeks post after you get concussed before you actually play again. The same, It's the same with the AFL and all that, too. They like to it's hard they to tell sure the difference between AFL uh, and the Yeah, football. I've seen yeah, both <laughs> they're hard, yeah. Yeah, I'm sort of... I'm going medical-wise here, because as Nim's has pointed out, previously in the past, we have got an A-grade crack team of medical staff out there, and they just want everyone at their pristine... Ready to go. What do you say?
3: They're on crack.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> el- the elite... There
1: you
2: said an A-grade team. crack team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what actually. the hell, man? Okay, let's rewind that. <laughs> he is happy. Oh, he's A-grade a elite oh. medical team. Uh, okay. I tell you what,
1: man. I thought that Jay's head started spinning and he's about to start <laughs> vomiting on everyone. There. Yeah, yeah,
2: me oh. too, man. That, yeah. that
3: concussion. Wow. Talking yeah. about his team being on crack. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully you're back out there next
0: week at least, Herbs. Otherwise, you know, we're going to tear up our number one and two ticket holder uh, tokens
2: oh, no. there. We can't have that, please. No, no. Do not let these guys tear their tickets up oh, yeah oh, so there okay.
3: you go we need Herbert back on the field remember how you were going to make that Ben and Nim
1: yeah man well it's, it's such a shame that uh, because like uh, we will point out too like the last time I did see Jane action uh, like I was that pumped I drove five hours from Melbourne to get to Dock Lake Earl to see the big man do what he does best and seeing that Jay got a bit of leather poisoning and then a shot to the head and unfortunately that was a very premature end to a promising game.
3: It was man, we were talking that was the comeback game or the second one in and I I know that you came up with a great little pun line there for it, something about welcome back Herbie but maybe this week it could be JJ, look at your head. JJ, we thought you were dead. <laughs> JJ, let's put the other team to bed. <laughs> or something like that, man, because he's back again.
2: Yeah. Oh, hey,
1: He's pumped mate, up, he's man. so excited. We've two Great. coffees this morning, have you? we? We forget sometimes, too, that, like, you know, Nettie, Johnny, like, because we're not part of the footy world now, like, you know, we dabble here and there as a spectator, but we're not part of the inner sanctum that is elite AFL footballers. So, Jay kind of is in that wheelhouse just a little bit. He'll be there singing the song, which I assume is Master of Puppets after. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come on, guys, gather around this. <laughs> get in close, boys. <laughs> One more time. But look, Jay, it, is, it will be good to see you back on the field, man, especially since, you know, because the past couple of weeks, we have been very, very basketball heavy, and we know that Jay... While he is d- a fan of hoops, his real true love is, of course, the footy field, and it would be great to sort of see him back on the park.
3: Yeah, it, it definitely will be, and he's extra excited today because we do have Housey from Coughlin Carousel on the show as well, so we're going to jump down the sort of droogy side of things once again. We aren't talking metal or horror or punk. This is Australia's sort of version of Wednesday 13, I guess, Herbs, and uh, big time here for you uh, heavy metalheads.
2: Yeah, definitely looking forward to hearing this one, man.
3: What hell yeah. So, did we talk to you about the Wednesday 13 gig? I don't think we did because... Don't think so, no. Mim's had a hell of a time. You had
1: a really bad time.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I had a really bad time headbanging, singing along, and, yeah, looking like an absolute sourpuss.
1: Yeah, that's what we thought was really, really strange because you did look like an absolute sourpuss. You know, like, oh, yeah, I can't believe I have to hang
3: up with these idiots. <laughs> well, he did ruin his night, man, and he was visibly upset about the death of all those people in that Marvel movie, The Avengers, I guess.
2: Yeah, I think I was still a little bit. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> But awesome gig, as always. As I said, Wednesday is one hell of an entertainer. Actually, you know what? I think we did kind of brush up on this a little bit. Two episodes ago, mm. um, especially like when I think it was Nettie brought up about that guy who was standing there filming it on his camera or phone or whatever, and just gets a great big mop of hair the whole time. Don't be that dude, all right? Don't be the douchebag filming. But you're the missing out on the experience. I remember
1: Nettie. I remember Nettie. Like Herb's really got into a huge rant about that. Yeah, that's right. Like our Jay.
3: <laughs> it really is unlike our Jay, but here the joke was really on the dude filming that show because Herbs hasn't washed his hair. <laughs> Period. So who knows what is now infecting that phone? <laughs>
1: So, what we didn't actually tell you is when we got to the room uh, where Nettie and Jay were actually staying, they saw Herbs and assumed that, very funnily, too, that Herbs and Nettie were, in fact, a gay couple.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Herbs is going to love this. This is <laughs> completely true. <laughs> this is a and true actually, story.
1: And, and, and this is the thing, too, because like, Nettie was all like, oh, that's pretty good for a laugh. But Herbs almost lost his mind. He <laughs> just wanted to choke the poor dude by himself. No,
3: they're not. He really did. Herbs is very homophobic. but the, I the, am the, not. I said Said, would you want to bunk up with this man well, i would think i would have a better taste in dudes if i did swing that way
0: <laughs> oh thanks very so much so how did that go down they just sort of assumed that you wanted a double bed or something yeah he's yeah, like no, he's yeah. like
3: so you want a double bed i'm like
2: hell no i don't want a double bed with this guy i'm just trying not to laugh oh
3: i'm trying yeah, sure <laughs> to the dude
1: in the head but it was actually pretty funny because when we did get up to the room we did the usual thing of like you know, All right everyone pop the bags down Jay went into the bathroom and wondered what that big white thing with
2: a shower head was. <laughs> 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 what is this? Geez, <laughs> the way you t- guys to that, anyone thinking they trying to fly, force out a dump or whatever. It's like <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness, Nim. <laughs> we're you losing are,
0: I think there's a thingy that hers wanted me. to talk about, about you growing up, needing yeah, to be let's a great not. time to... <laughs> this tomorrow, is a great way like, to
3: segue into uh, it, Jay. Moving on. We are in our mid-30s, <laughs> and John, well, he's nowhere near it, but that's yeah, a whole other we're, story. We're, we're old <laughs> men. And, Jay, last week when you flipped out in front of my children yet again... You pointed out that it's time <laughs> for me to grow up. So, what do you mean by this? You think it's time to what? Put on the crocodile shirts and the
2: weird shoes and? Um, just... I'm not quite so sure about uh, all that sort of stuff. But you're not 16 anymore, man. Oh,
1: mature J L
0: H. You got to explain a bit I, further, herbs. Like, <laughs> come on, Jay. I, you there.
2: You're not 16, man. Time sure. to stop acting like it.
1: Oh, Ooh. look at this, man! There you like, go. Oh, like, uh, I'm a little bit taken aback here. I forget that sometimes the Jay uh, is so mature and and they really looks down upon us kids, Nettie.
3: Look yeah, it, it like, is a little know. upsetting that you would go as far to say that, Jay. So, what do you do? You want me to start listening to Credence Clearwater
2: Revival and, and like? Oh, how, oh, how do you want me to grow up? You don't have to do any of that. Just like.
1: None of this, Ned. None
2: ridiculous. of that. I'm not. A, we, don't. What we got to start
1: just, doing is oh, maybe we got to start throwing away all the wrestling t-shirts. You need to start putting away the twisted merch. We need to head down to Kmart, buy one of those, you know, twelve t-shirts for eleven dollars, kind of. Yes. Yeah, uh, yep. mix and they have those. Tie, tie <laughs> to eleven, and you know, you know, like uh, just, just. A bit more mature, perhaps, because we forget that Jay is, you know, he's a man of the people, he's a working man, and that's right. While, yeah, well, myself and you, you know, we go back, uh, we, and uh, as you know, I play a fair bit of video games and things like that.
3: Jay thinks that we need to settle down. Yeah, you gotta throw that video game console away there, Nim. Like, Jay does not approve. Say, of on, that. I'm not throwing my no, away. To well, maybe
2: you should grow up, Jay. I don't no, play video what I, games. What I'm trying <laughs> to get at is some things <laughs> that you little
1: stop wasting time playing your Xbox and get out there and smell the roses.
2: Yeah. idiot. <laughs> <No>, Coming <well, laughs> for a man who doesn't even cut his front lawn. <laughs> that's a whole other story, isn't it, not even have a lawn at the minute, but that's another story for another time, especially when Nims is kind of on the clock. What I'm saying is sometimes I think you need to realize that some things you may find funny, somebody else may not. That's it.
1: Is that Any somebody else, rant else over. Uh,
2: that could be anybody. you got to start you know, using the, the, the old coconut that, a bit. Uh, The way that Herbs
1: is carrying on right now, anyone thinks me, Nettie, and Fitz just run around putting whoopee cushions on And Sumpjack's going, sit on it, Jay, sit on it! (laughs) (laughs) That's a
3: great idea, man. Next week, I'm bringing the whoopee cushion for big old Jay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He probably won't even notice. (laughs) Oh, I farted into the studio uh,
3: again. (laughs) Didn't even feel that one.
1: (laughs) Uh, Now, Herbs, I'm a bit concerned, so would you suggest that the three of us need to maybe... I don't know. Well, first off, we'll go by your punishment and we'll write, you know, we will be much, much more mature 100 times on the blackboard. But what do you suggest that we need to do then, Jay, to, to fit within your parameters of being more grown up, so to speak?
2: Just use a little bit of common sense.
1: Ah, huh. is that all? That's it. Okay, see, this is why we're so wrong, guys. I mean, here we are tagging friends in memes about, you know, Laurel and yanny or dresses <laughs> and shoes and things like that. What we really should be doing is, as we mentioned last week, going on to morning shows and sharing our opinions on facts like, do you think, I don't know, just rando stuff like that.
3: So we need to stop wasting our time, guys. That's what we need to do. Correct? It's time to grow up, man. Our lives are over. We may as well be I feel like every old. time
2: I go onto social media, you two are policing everything that I post, so I might as well just shut my accounts down for a
1: start. Well, no, Joe. Oh, there, okay, okay. there you go. Whoa. <laughs> and why do you think I'm always
2: so quiet on Twitter and just retweet the underground? Well, it's good that you do do that, Jay. Do you have anyone else that
0: you follows you on Twitter? And- <laughs> He's got a good
1: photo Yeah. Okay. It's not like we go out to have a look at stuff and see. It's just sometimes we just sort of jump online. And as you know, this might be a Twitter question. This might be a uh, something that we should be asking Mark Zuckerberg. But we jump on board and all of a sudden we'll see a comment from JLH on, say, like the Sunrise page will have a story on, say, you know, My Kitchen Rules. And all of a sudden we'll see your little your smiling little face in that circle pop up going (laughs) who (laughs) cares
2: I'm allowed to have an opinion
3: he loves to put his opinion out there so basically do as Jay says not as he does no definitely not that
1: so I look forward to uh, you and I jumping on board and Fitz as well I look forward for the three but all of a sudden Taking more interest in The big topics Of morning shows Like Could this be the end Of Kmart houseware <laughs>
2: And This <laughs> podcast Is just going downhill So in that it,
0: it, With that in mind Herbs Would you prefer for us To talk about more Grown up topics Like buying stocks And shares Yeah and, I don't know any of that stuff know. Well that's grown that's, up
3: That fits. is onto something here Nims Because remember mm. the other week We did find out With the toilet roll Issue That Herbs is a big Bargain hunter Yeah
1: very economical here, and in this day and age, like we didn't realise that that he's the king of finance as well as metal.
3: <laughs> so maybe next week, Jay, we can premiere a new segment, Jay's financial yeah. <laughs> you've got
0: the barefoot investor now we've got the what the stinkfoot investor <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> moving on
2: <laughs> to save money don't shower he's the thriftiest no, guy no I strongly oh, no. recommend shower
0: hang on so and let's just go back to what you said before you don't have a front lawn at the moment did you poison your lawns so you don't have to no it, just hasn't it? Been has been raining saving money mowing. on lawnmower. Running costs.
3: Exactly. No, what are you saying there? He didn't poison it. He just hasn't watered it. <laughs> Hell no, I ain't doing that. Poison would cost money. And so would I water. Sharing.
2: I ain't vacuuming
3: the floor. That costs electricity.
2: <laughs> like, I love it, Jay. This Anyone would really think it. I'm some sort of hermit that lives off the grid, doesn't have any water we've, or we've, power?
0: We've gone full circle and worked out that it's actually herb saving money.
3: Yeah, that's what it is. It's, it's a, basically, gosh, <laughs> 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 you're not a dirty, stinky, droogie at all. You're just a very high. <laughs> You're
2: doing it, <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm doing a uh, the Scrooge McDuck and diving into my money bin on a daily basis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it saves money because you've already got it. <laughs> oh
1: jeez. Oh god! One. Got to absolutely love it, boys! I gotta cut this short because I'm gonna run. It is race day here in Australia, and uh, by the time this drops. We'll probably find out who is leading in the Supercast Championship. Hopefully it is Scotty McLaughlin. But uh, you never know, Shane Van Gisbergen could also climb up after a couple of good points at Winton. And if anyone just understood what I just said, I'd like a show of hands. (laughs) 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 We're
2: just
4: looking
1: at each other. Yeah, like what? All right.
3: Thank you, Nemi. Appreciate it, man. We will talk to you soon. (laughs) All
4: right, boys. Talk
3: soon. So, yeah, there you have it. Nim's out for another time. But, Herbs, we've got I think your,
0: we're onto something. I really do. We've out, man. Herbs. All right, so next week, Herbs, we're going to start talking more mature topics. And your household money saving tips will be first cab I off don't have many.
3: Well, that's exactly right. So, you could live just like Herbs. Yeah,
2: live like Herbs.
3: Maybe that could be the name of there a new go. podcast. <laughs> live
2: like Herbs. No, no. Just just no.
3: It could be a go. But, anyway, let's switch things up. We do have some great things happening at the moment in the underground world. Turncoat. Dirty, aka Boondocks the Scarecrow. Your buddy, Johnny you hung out my and watched cricket with I him.
0: I know, he's my favourite guy in the world actually, he's definitely top three, Yeah, Man, Dirty, we go way back.
3: Yeah, Dirty's a good dude, Johnny was trying to teach him how to play cricket, yeah. I actually remember <laughs> who was playing in that time, it was now the disgraced David Warner and yeah. we were there saying, yeah, Warner's kind of like the...
0: He's the man.
3: Yeah, he's the man here. Now he's like shunned upon yep. that sort of deal. But yep. yeah, Dirty... He's got a new album out now. It's called Dirty Days of Night. Uh, we caught up with him last week, which you can check out. But pick up that album. It is going to be at the MA shop, and you can pick it up at Twisted Shop as well. Magic Ninja Entertainment doing a very big
2: things. Ooh. Jay looking very confused. What's on in the world of metal at the moment, Herbs? Oh... A lot of big things actually happening in the world of metal. Slipknot is starting to get organized to record their follow-up to 0.5, the great chapter. So that should be dropping maybe mid to late next year. So definitely looking forward to that one. So
3: with Corey Taylor, he sort of breaks, doesn't he? He goes, stone sour, yeah. Slipknot. Yeah. He, he describes he, that. Just, he just
2: keeps going and writes books and... Acts in between, like the the guy doesn't stop.
3: The guy is a beast, actually. Cool. Twenty, like when he's doing Stone Sour, he describes it as a party, and then he describes yep. Slipknot as the Hangover. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty so, cool, though. This like, is Bronx, yeah. Yeah, that's a true story. So I'm looking forward to that new Slipknot album. So you're saying next year? is that Yeah, it's else? on mid to late like next
2: year. That's probably <laughs> mo- one of the main big ones. Hopefully, you know, be maybe having Metallica tour sometime next year. Is that a guess? Yes, that's a complete <laughs> total guess.
0: So
3: I'm just gonna say. Why, well, do, you hopefully hopefully th- why do you think <laughs> I twisted? What do
2: you think I throw in think I threw in maybe
0: so to save money at home he's cut his internet as well yeah, so he's got no, no connection with the outside world he makes his
3: own internet <laughs> 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 I think Miss so like may be touring next uh, year I mean like I may hope. be leaving the house next yeah. year also you just don't I'm know going to
0: that show for check sure. that out on herbook.com. Yeah, <laughs> herbook.com
3: but someone that is touring is Ritz Strange Music yeah. his, you love him John oh, I'm a massive. massive Ritz fan as well Stevie Stone from Strange Music, music as well Those boys are heading out our way next month in June. It is going to be massive. All of the details are online at theundergroundaustralia.com.au. Be sure to uh, get out there and support it playing in Sydney and Melbourne and for those in New Zealand in Auckland as well. It is going to be ginormous,
2: Jay. Oh, sounds like absolutely ripping to her. Make sure you get your tickets, theundergroundaustralia.com.au. Get them now. They will go fast.
3: Yes, very nice sell there, Jay. But that is about all we have time for this week. We are catching up with Howzie of Coffin Carousel, Australian metal punk horror sort of dude. Think Wednesday 13. And looking forward to that one. It's heading your way next.
2: Cool! Oh, can't wait for this one. Stay tuned. Coming up next.
1: But yeah, this is Ritz, White Jesus, and you're now listening to The Underground.
2: Catching up with Howard von Noyes of
3: Coffin Carousel on The Underground Amped. Howard, how are you, man? I'm
4: doing good, my man. How are you?
3: Very good, thank you. Now, first up, an Australian on the show, which is good to see. Tell us about your band, Coffin Carousel.
4: Okay, so I guess I started the band back in 2012, and it was basically going to be a side project for me. I was in a few other bands at the time, so yeah, the the nature of life and the course of the way things go, it actually became a full-time band, and I've been driving it pretty much full-time ever since 2015. I put out the band's first EP, so...
3: That's really cool there, man. I was going to say, what sort of best describes the sound to you guys? You've sort of got that whole horror, punk, metal sort of vibe happening, Yeah.
4: Yeah, I've always loved dark, heavy bands. I never wanted to come out and claim the horror punk title. I just always wanted to have that flavour sitting in amongst, you know, everything else that was happening. Obviously, like I love dark music, so I wanted the imagery to be dark and sort of have a presence there. But at the same time, not be too... Common. It's more sort of horror driven in the fun elements where it's more campy horror. It's not, not, not about bloodshed and, you know... How much blood you can pour over yourself in a photo shoot? Then, <laughs> it was yeah. You know, I love other things in cinema, like Sin City and um, Robert Rodriguez movies. I love like you know rockabilly, fuckabilly, gothabilly stuff. So it's just basically throwing everything in the soup can that. I've really enjoyed over the years and trying to make one new sort of flavour out of it
3: yeah nice man I like that a lot and you're saying you got together around 2012 and so sort of what's your back catalogue an EP and the full length is that it?
4: no no for, well, for, we're talking about Coffin and Carousel I put out a single at the end of 2014 which was Sinister yep I recorded a single I did a B-side which was an acoustic version and we shot a music video so with this band it was my first time I'd step behind the microphone I've always been the guitarist and band, so that was more of a like, I can't gonna put a single ad and see how it goes. <laughs> but it was received well and people that knew me obviously thought it was a good thing and I sort of stepped away from my metal roots and got a bit more into the rock, hardcore punk sort of side of things with Copper Carousel. From there, four, four five months later, we, we actually put out the first EP fiend which is a six-track EP with a had a remix on the CDs. And that's when we started playing live shows, because obviously we had a set worth of material with an EP going out. From there, I got a little bit more excited when we recorded two cover songs later in 2015. We put out a single called Doom... It was called the Doom Pop single. Yeah. So it was a Misfits cover and a Ramones cover. That year, we actually supported the Misfits in Melbourne. We opened for them at Max Watt in Melbourne. And then I got a little bit more excited and was like, sure, I said to another AP. Start started 2016 and uh, would put out another... Four track EP, which was called Predators, and by then I'd had an album worth of material. So, spent of 2016 working on this album, we'll get to an effect. But, um, got a little bit more excited again to have a track, and thought so I'll, I'll pop out two songs and, and start putting the new sound out there, which was the batshit crazy Toxic Candy double A side single, and then put out another song called The Strange yep. on Halloween. That was the single again. And then over the course of 2016, we had recorded and filmed a live show at the Bandico Hotel. So my mate had finished that off for me start of 2017. So I put that out as a live in the same city release. And then we basically headed into the waters of the Between that. And dead album that came out october the 13th 2017.
3: yeah well i want to talk about that one you've somehow in the middle there it sounds like you've had a bunch of great things on the go and i think it's really cool that you open up for the misfits and have that sort of influence but how did you grab the attention of eclipse records when did you get signed with them
4: okay the history there goes back to my previous band hatchet dawn so i started talking and conversing with eclipse probably in 2010 and the Hatchet Dawn at the time had done an album that was received really well and the band had grown a great profile on the, on the Australian music scene and yeah. they, I guess that caught the attention of Eclipse. I'm pretty sure they contacted me and just dropped the quick email and said hey they'd seen the, the band's music video on YouTube and were interested in the album and did they want we want to talk shop with them and at the time of that I guess that the, the uh, progression of Hatchet Dawn it was sort of going through a weird phase where the the band didn't look like it had much of a future left. So Hatchet Dawn sort of wound down, you know, finished up its sort of album cycle and the the band sort of dissipated, but I'd kept in contact with Chris at Eclipse Records throughout the years. But when it came to having this full-length album of Coffin Carousel songs, I did speak to a couple other labels, and being a band that sort of was still growing a profile and still added like an entry-level sort of status, Eclipse were the only label that were interested in helping develop things on it from on the album from that level so I got back in touch with Chris. I had spoken to Chris through the years to stop the emails and kept in touch but yeah the, the union with Eclipse Records and Coffee Castle came together over time and I guess just through my myself staying in touch with the, the label and saying hey guys I got this album and I'm pretty proud of it and I want to give it a good shot and it's time to do this.
3: Yeah, and that, of course, Between Death and Dead, and you said that came out October last year. How's the, how's the reaction been to it so far?
4: Well, internationally, it's been great, and that's where Eclipse have really helped because that, that was my main focus. I wanted to get over the Australian shores into other territories and just get the band's awareness growing. So it's been great. I've had, I've had a lot of emails and communication over Facebook from people around the world, and they really enjoyed it. I've sent a lot of CDs or coaches for the website overseas, to Europe and North America, which has been great. Locally, it's been the same old battle. It's like, you know, you're fighting to get into that local scene. And yeah, it's just obviously it's, everything comes with a bit of a challenge. And the well, biggest, biggest challenge locally, I find, is Australia has a very strong death metal scene. Yeah. And if you're not brutal or you're not completely indie, that in the middle realm of just being a hard rock band is a nightmare. <laughs> you've got to be vigilant and you got to be diligent and keep pushing your, your dream and, and to keep talking to promoters and organising shows and just um, keep working it
3: yeah keep pushing on sort of thing but you guys really do you've got the full look happening there how's and I like the all the merchandise and like you definitely fit the bar for the Wednesday 13 and Davey Suicide tour that was here last month how was yeah. that one for you
4: that was it was an actual surprise. Oh, I put out the, the the coffin music video, which was the acoustic song from Between and Death and Dead album, and I actually said to the guys, "Look, I want to take a few months off, and I want to have a break, and just you know, just do me for a bit and recharge." And I think within a two or three weeks of having that discussion with the guys, got this email saying if you want to open for Wednesday 13 and I was like oh here we go <laughs> <laughs> obviously it was a no brainer so I caught up the guys and they were up for it and we, we um, said yes and in a sense where I thought I needed to Take a break. It was more of a violet under my ass to get my my everything together and get like don't relax, man. Keep this thing driving. So I took that as a bit of a, a message from the universe to basically it's not time to take a break yet, buddy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yeah. got to keep on moving because things are that the is. stars are aligning, sort of deal. I hear yeah. what you're saying.
4: The, the horror business needs you, so keep being <laughs> keep being horrific. Yeah. And actually, actually, a little cool thing after the after the show, I was talking to some of the management promoters from that tour and. I actually asked him like, what was the criteria. I never knew how the bands got selected. I said yes to this email and got the band ready and got my team together and crew and stuff for the show, but I actually said Wednesday 13, handpicked all the bands myself.
3: Oh, that is awesome right there. So you guys yeah. would be right up there, Ali, no doubt.
4: Oh, look, man, the, the grin that came on my face would have, would have spread from bloody, from Perth to, to Sydney. So <laughs> I was just like, man, that, that's really cool. And it actually made me feel really good that there's artists out there still that care enough to know who's gonna be on their tours. Like, it's not just about, okay, we're gonna book a tour and let the local promoters find bands and we'll just turn up and be a rock star and do our thing and go. It was like, he actually cared who was there, which was, to me, felt, as a fan, I was just like, man, that's really cool.
3: Like, yeah, I yeah. couldn't agree more, man. It's like the tour all round was great. Like the support mm. acts sort of suited it. Same deal with Davey's suicide. It was like just yeah. the ultimate night out there. I, oh, I think man, that's it's,
4: great. It's been so long since there's been something like that, oh, especially in Melbourne. Anyway, like the, the whole, I, I don't like using the word goth, but the whole goth scene's kind of like gone and hid in the cave somewhere. <laughs> you know, and like if there anyone into anything dark or sort of alternative, it's like, it's just, it's like where have you guys gone? <laughs> like, but um, it was good. It sort of brought that whole scene back together for a night. And I think it's. It made a lot of people realise that this music is still alive and there's people that still care.
3: Yeah, most definitely, man. And bring on the next one. And I guess on the topic of that sort of thing, what is up next for Coffin Carousel? What do you guys have in the works at the moment?
4: I'm glad we did this interview this week because last week I wouldn't have been able to answer you that question. <laughs> so December last year, I was over in LA I was with a buddy and we worked on some songs. Mitch Marlowe, he's produced In This Moment, New Year's Day, Stitched Up Heart, a lot of the Century Media label bands. I'm good friends with him and I hung out with him for a week and wrote three songs with him. Nice. I've got some remixes done and we're turning that into an EP which will probably go out August this year and we're going to launch it on the Psycho Circus tour that Dark Sail are running, which is a three-day festival across Sydney, Brisbane, Melbourne. So the Melbourne show, we're going to be launching an EP and in the meantime, I've just booked myself a run of solo acoustic shows through June, July, August I'll be doing a a show, a set of acoustics I guess, renditions of Coffin Carousel songs and some cover songs. With, I've got some great friends performing with me on the night. I run an event called the Anarchist Ballroom, so it's book's band for the books, bands that are horror influenced, and also artists and burlesque artists and sideshow performers. So I've called all my homies, all my crew. i said, I'm going to do these three shows. I want them to be super rad, so I've booked up a bunch of nights, and I'm going to be having some fun with that, just just sort of showing another side as a, myself and just songwriting. And I love Michael Graves and I The Misfits, so he, he does these tours in America where he plays all the mid shows along with his own material you know he sort of strips them back and makes them all haunting like you're sitting in a graveyard at night playing your acoustic so I'm going to be doing those for the next three months and then getting back on stage with the guys in August to launch this EP.
3: Oh, that's that's really awesome yeah. to hear, man. It sounds like there's no signs of slowing down at all there, Howzie. That's
4: Nah, I was, was going to plan a trip to Hawaii this year and uh, take a break and just, you know, do this whole relax and find myself kind of thing. And I think this sort of stuff, so the universe has come in with a, with a big fist and rounded up my ass and said, Matt, nah, keep going, bro. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, a... The horror business needs you, so let's keep, keep going.
3: I love that. There's, with the stick up, yeah. <laughs> (laughs) That's so funny. So you can grab all the details of these things online at coffincarousel.com. Yeah, your upcoming shows with Dark Cell, as you mentioned.
4: Yep. I'm in the process of getting websites built for the Anarchist Ballroom and I'm revamping my own personal website. But at the meantime, yeah, check out the Coffin Carousel Facebook pages, Anarchist Ballroom and my Facebook and Instagram is the Howard Von Noise, and you'll find all those details.
3: Howard Von Noise, there you go. We'll whack it all up, all those details, with this interview as well. Coffincarousel.com is the website, and there's links to the Twitters, the Instagrams and the Facebooks and all that as well as a bunch of great merch. I love you guys' merchandise there, man. You mentioned the Misfits... It's got a very misfit sort of feel to it.
4: Yeah, they are hands down my favourite band of all time. And obviously they've had a tumultuous history of going full steam and putting on the brakes and lineup changes and that. But I was like, man, I know there's a lot of horror punk influenced bands out there, but I was like, I want to add my flavour to this because I, I used to sit in my bedroom singing the top of my lungs the you know, Misfits tunes, and then when I learned guitar, I was playing and learning the Misfits songs. And you know, apart from Slayer and like Sepultura and all those other bands that you get into as a, as a music fan, heavy music fan. The more bands are out there doing it, the more awareness is growing, and the more fans that. And find bands that they enjoy it just sort of helps that whole
3: scene grow oh most definitely man and yeah definitely keep doing your thing Howard Von Noise, thank you so much for joining us on the Underground the brand new album well it's not too brand new now but the album is Between Death and Dead it is out now pick it up at CoffinCarousel.com thanks heaps for joining us man
4: No worries. Any time. I hope you're enjoying the album. I spent five years making that thing, so (laughs) it's a killer. It's just ripping, ripping songs and being mixed to play loud. So crank it.
3: Oh, definitely. Five years in the making. Pick that up.
4: And I'm still alive. Between death and dead, what comes next is you're alive. So breathe. (laughs)